You're listening to Power Glove Wolf. Um, my fi- by far my favorite synthwave band. These guys get it. They really do. so good. I couldn't even bring myself to fade that down to say hello. <laughs> I fucking love that band. Power Glove. If you guys uh, want more from Power Glove, definitely check them out. We'll put the link in the description of this episode. Um, Power Glove Music. You can find them on Instagram. These guys have been around for a while. They are my favorite, hands down, favorite produced synthwave music out there. Uh, and if you guys haven't heard a uh, lot of newcomers to the show, if you haven't heard, go back to episode 104, where I walk you through their catalog, um, completely endorsed by the guys. I was trying to get the guys on the show, but they weren't available, so we did a music episode. So go back and listen to episode 104. It is my tribute to Power Glove. Um, anyway, hey, what's happening? How's it going? I'm just popping in quick today. A uh, bunch of stuff going on, and I wanted to just sort of catch up with you guys quickly. Um, as you saw, as everybody fucking saw, because it was being posted by everybody, you know, uh, Spotify's numbers came out this week. <laughs> and our numbers were ridiculous. Let me be transparent with you. I didn't get started with, uh, you know, getting these the statistics set up with Spotify until earlier this year. So when it says when it says that we had like plus six hundred percent, it was because <laughs> nothing existed prior to this on this statistic. So it's just Spotify handing me a trophy to make me feel good about myself. And it seems like that's what they did for everybody. Hey, check this out. Look at all these great things that you've done with us over the year. All these musicians and bands that you've listened to that we haven't paid. And, uh, you know, it's it's great. You should feel good. You should feel accomplished because you're subscribing to Spotify while we don't pay our musicians. And you uh, did something, right? Congrats. Well, okay, look, we have a lot of listeners on Spotify, um, but, uh, you know, I get it. <laughs> anyway, 
Welcome to a quick catch up with me, Mike Petchy, and you are listening to some form of In Love With The Process. Hey, I wanted to just come on and uh, since we're approaching the end of the year, since the statistics have been coming in, and more importantly, uh, beyond Spotify, on the other channels that we have our stuff listed, we have had ridiculous numbers. I think you guys have seen my post if you've been following me on Instagram at Mike Petchy or following the podcast at In Love With The Process Pod. That's In Love With The Process P-O-D on Instagram. I've been posting the graphs and you've seen like November was our biggest listen to month in the history of the show. I don't know what happened. Uh, you guys were either doing your job, somebody said something, I couldn't find the root of it, but traffic went up. And I don't mean just traffic on the new episodes. A lot of you listeners out there, a lot of you gals that are listening, went back and listened to the entire fucking catalog. <laughs> I was trying to explain this to our sponsors because what we do on the show, partly because I'm so fucking lazy, but what I do on the show is I record sponsors right on directly onto the episodes. And so the old sponsors are still on the old episodes. So those motherfuckers are getting free advertising. I'm going to have to change that. But yeah, man, like um, big shout out, big hello to everybody that uh, came by recently in November and started listening to the show. I, you guys have been re reaching out to me on Instagram. It's great. I try to post as many reviews and as many comments about the episodes as possible. Um, I just want you guys to feel heard and I want you to know that I am listening and reading everything. I'm taking suggestions. Those of you who have suggested guests for the show and they've turned up on the show, yes, I do listen. <laughs> I do look for ideas. Um, deep in work right now, hunting for new um, guests. I just put out a huge um, push last week and I've got a bunch of really great guests on the hook. So we'll see. We're reeling them in. We'll see who we pull in uh, as we push into the new year. Um, so I wanted to, it's not time to do sort of a wrap up episode yet. We'll save that for right before January. But what I wanted to do for a lot of the new listeners of the show, it, a lot of folks have been like, okay, what should we listen to? What's going on? Like, where do I start? Uh, you have so many episodes at this point, you know, do I start at the beginning? Well, you should, and a lot of people do. It blows me away that the numbers for our first episode are up there pretty high. And if you go back and listen to that episode, it's it's pretty good. It sets up the whole series in a great way. It was me and my old assistant, good buddy of mine, Dave Apostolides. He was there asking me questions, and I sort of set the tone for the entire series. And it's fascinating to go back and listen to that episode and hear me recording it in the attic of her old place back in Boston to where I am today. It's actually a pretty interesting progression. And the other fun thing about listening to this series is that you can hear me go through emotional turmoil <laughs> as I try to figure everything out. I try to keep the show as real as possible to give you guys a glimpse at what it's like to live the life of a filmmaker. Um, and I try to stay as honest as possible because, look, I'm a product, as, uh, you know, Jonathan from Big, Big Black Delta said, I am a product of 90s brain. I am one of those young kids that grew up watching music videos and David Fincher and Ridley Scott and believing the hype, believing that that's what the life was like, that these guys were geniuses and that everything was, was great. 
Um, and it's because all we had growing up were just e like press releases for this stuff. And of course, in the press release, as you see, the formula of a press release every once in a while in the middle, the actor goes, and the director was a genius. <laughs> he came out of nowhere. You know, he just did his job really well. He put his head down and he did it. Um, and uh, as I get into this business, I realized that it isn't necessarily the case. There's a lot more stuff involved. There's a lot more trials to go through. Um, but at the same token, there's a lot of really fascinating, fun stuff. And it took me a while to wrap my head around the fact that the life isn't necessarily on set all the time. The life isn't standing in front of an audience going, look what I did. The life is all of these small steps and all these little processes. And, and if you're smart, you sort of take a moment, you look around, you appreciate what's there while it's there. Uh, because if you don't, you'll regret it later. And so what we try to do on this show is talk about every little bit, the harsh realities, the things to appreciate, the stuff that make our lives what they are. Um, and it isn't just specifically for filmmakers. I know there's a lot of outside the business listeners on the show. I try to mix up our guests. I try to get folks on that are essentially t like they have they have the guts to sort of walk away from what they think is the safe way to do things, from the safe way to live your life. And they tackle something that is difficult. They tackle something that is stressful. They tackle something that is dangerous. Um, and the rewards are worth it. At the end of the day, the reward is worth it. I just want to say that because oftentimes when you listen to the show, I can get a little dark. <laughs> and my guests can get a little dark. I was talking to someone the other day and they were just like, man, it got dark on that episode. I go, I was trying to, anybody that talks to you, Michael, gets dark. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it isn't all dark. Um, sometimes it can be. And so I guess my point is, is that if you listen to the show, you go back and listen, you'll, you'll get the honest, truthful Mike in the moment as it happens. As I speak about myself in the third person, which is very strange. Anyway, I wanted to come on here and just talk about what a great year it has been for this podcast and give you guys some episodes to go back and listen to. I will say this right now. As I look at our numbers, the top-rated show, surprise, surprise, our top-rated show of all time is episode number 69. <laughs> now, I'm not taking credit for that number. That was Liam's doing. But episode number 69, the porn star with guest Logan Pierce, that show continues to crush. It's like everybody goes and listens to that episode. We're all obsessed. We're all curious about what it's like to be a porn star. And I tried to be clever about doing our first porn star episode by getting a male porn star on the show just because uh, what's that life like, right? For a lot of dudes, that's a dream job. For a lot of dudes, that's a nightmare job. For me, that's a nightmare job. <laughs> and so we tried to get into it pretty seriously on that episode. Logan wrote a book about what it's like to work in the uh, porn industry. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, head on over, check it out. And while we're doing this, a great place for you to go through and see and read about the episode, see um, images, see trailers, see supporting footage is at inlovewiththeprocess.com. If you head on over to inlovewiththeprocess.com, I've curated these episodes based upon subject material. So there's sections for actors. I think the porn star one, 
I don't have a porn star section, so I think he's in an actor section on that website. So um, head on over there, and you guys can walk through this with me uh, while I do it. So like I said, episode 69, big winner. Second follow-up for the cinematographers out there, the the people that want to be a cinematographer, is episode 67 um, with Oren Sofer, and it's the cinematography expanding your emotional palette. Uh, this episode was a big surprise to me. Um, I had met him through Instagram and, uh, it got really emotionally deep and the show's done really well for it. So I was surprised because I didn't think he had a name that would garner this, the kind of numbers that that episode has. Um, but I was fucking wrong. And I think what's great about the listeners of this show is that you guys gravitate towards honesty. You guys gravitate towards really good, honest subject material. And that uh, the numbers on that episode prove that they really do. Um, but that's that's uh, prior to episode 100. So let's go forward because that was like last last year. Um, let's talk about the episodes this year, post 100. So let's go after episode 100. And by the way, as we approach 200, as we get into like the two teens for the show, I think what's going to happen is that we're gonna go back and make the early 100 episodes um, subscription-based. So I advise this now. If you guys wanna catch up on all that stuff before we make it subscription-based, do so. If you wanna support us and wait until they're subscription-based, that's nice too. (laughs) Let's be real. Um, All right, so episode 101 with um, Aaron Schneider. Uh, Really great episode. Um, He directed uh, the Tom Hanks submarine movie for Apple, which was Greyhound. I fucking really was surprised by how great that movie was and how much I needed that movie at that time. Um, And we really get into it. He talks about what it's like to work with Tom Hanks. And he talks about, um, you know, what it's like to direct a movie at that scale. Uh, So it's a really great episode. Fast forwarding through um, Skywalker Sound, Tim um, Nielsen's is a really great episode. If you guys are into sound stuff, that's got great numbers. Wow, you guys have really been doing a good job as I go through these. Uh, let's fast forward a bit. If you want something different, if you're looking for something that is outside the film industry and something that was really concerning me at the time, um, check out episode 106, Battling California Wildfires um, with a battalion chief, Justin. Um, And we get to the real nitty gritty of what it's like to battle a forest fire, um, what it's like to to try to tackle this ridiculous climate change issue that has been going on. And, you know, I don't talk politics on the show. It just was something that was relevant because I was literally having to fucking seal my windows with how bad the air quality was. Um, Check out the Nelms Brothers episode. They they, uh, did the Fat Man, and this is actually... Uh, a great relevant episode for this time of year. I think The Fat Man is one of my favorites. It's my new Christmas classic with Mel Gibson. If you guys seen this, he plays Santa Claus. It's fucking fantastic. It's like they took the segment from Scrooge where Santa was running around with elves and firing fucking machine guns. Remember that classic movie? And they made it a film with Mel Gibson. It's essentially that. Um, check it out. Episode 107, a great holiday episode. I'm going to have to post about that this week. Uh, let's see, what else do we got? Did an episode with B. Miller, uh, episode 109. 
Love that episode. B is, it's called Why is B Miller an Android? <laughs> I've spent enough time editing this girl um, and she does everything perfectly on screen. It's like she knows how to move her body. She knows how to uh, make gestures to the beat of music and she does it the same way every fucking time. And there are times when you're watching her footage and you feel like, she doesn't know what she's doing. And it isn't until you drop it in the timeline, you go, you motherfucking Android. <laughs> she's a great person. She's like a little sister to me. Uh, check out that episode. I think you guys really dig it. Let's fast forward a bit. Let's see some of the shows that I feel like should use some more love. Uh, Josh Lobo's episode, episode 115, Should You Finance Your Own Movie? This is an interesting conversation. I know that this is something... Uh, that they've been talking about over at Film Riot recently. Um, we get into it on this show. We, there's interesting insight into the downfalls of you know financing your own feature film and then what happens next. A lot of folks think that just because you make a movie, just because you get over that threshold, that then the world opens up to you. Josh's story is an interesting one. You guys will really like that, episode 115. Uh, following that up, episode 116, keep the ego small. Keep it, but keep it small. Uh, Norman Buckley, very surprised by this episode. Once again, I cast somebody for the show <laughs> so that I can essentially brag to Gina because Gina is a huge fan of the original Gossip Girl. She was watching so many fucking episodes of that show. And so I just got the director, one of the big directors on just to be like, guess who I have on the show, Gina? <laughs> but it surprised the shit out of me. And Norman really sort of opened my eyes to how he directs television, directing for television, which is really fascinating. Um, and he also introduced me to the amazing Judith Weston, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, so if you guys like the Judith episode, because that has heavy numbers, it originates from episode 116. I'll give you guys some input. Uh, 117, Making Your Films Back East, uh, Dustin Devlin and uh, Jack LeMay, really great dudes from back in Boston, uh, talking about making their own uh, feature, um, I think it was a feature, uh, ski movie. Bear with me, I had so many interviews. Fast forward a bit, Clara Rugard from I Am Mother, fucking love her. Uh, one of the few uh, big name actresses that we've had on the show. Um, and she is phenomenal. Her and I still talk all the time. If you guys want to get into some food stuff, we did, uh, and this show needs some love, episode 120, New York Barbecue. Are the numbers down because you guys don't fucking believe me that New York has amazing barbecue? <laughs> is that what it was? Somebody wrote to me after I said something about that in a recent episode, and they're like, really, New York? Oh my God, grow the fuck up, all right? Let's get beyond the old rules. Have you listened to the show? Have you listened to how much I buck against when someone tells me, well, this is how you're supposed to do it. The best barbecue you'll ever find is from fucking Kansas City. Fuck yourself. I love New York barbecue. I love it. Maybe it's because I sh it shouldn't be there. With all the rules that are in place from the food fucking uh, industry and everybody's rules on barbecue and where the best barbecue is, Maybe it's because I was pleasantly surprised and the food was delicious to the point that I went up and got multiple trays. And which barbecue place am I talking about? I'm talking about hometown. But when I talked to our guest, Sean Lidwig, who's in charge of the New York barbecue list, he kind of rolled his eyes at me. It's like, dude, there's even better places in New York. 
I miss being in New York. I really do. It's been too fucking long. It's been over three years. I got to go back. Anyway, this time of year always kills me because uh, Christmas in New York is so fucking nice. Um, Liam did his mini episode, uh, crowd, uh, crowdfunding your film, which is doing well. Uh, fast forward, we interviewed Kevin Lewis, the guy who directed Willie's Wonderland with the amazing Nicolas Cage. Um, great episode that I really like, and I'm so happy that I became friends with him. Alex Rodriguez from Record Safari. We talk about records. We talk about music. We talk about vinyls. Alex has one of the coolest fucking record shops. Uh, and he travels himself cross country, curating this record shop, finding these used uh, albums from personal collections, from yard sales, all over the place. Every time I go and hang out with him, he's fucking exhausted. I'm like, dude, it's called, you got to delegate, brother. He's exhausted. So if you're listening to the show, Alex, I hope you listen to the episode about getting sleep, buddy. Uh, Marshall Cook and I talked about his film, Film Festival. He's a really funny dude. Okay, so one of the shining jewels of this season has been episode 125 with cinematographer Daniel Pearl. Now, a lot of you younger listeners out there, you're like, who the fuck is Daniel Pearl? You ever see a film called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah, he shot it. The original one. You know, the really scary one, the one that feels strange. The one with the fucking like annoying kid in the wheelchair. Remember that one? Uh, but if maybe you remember the one later on, the one that Michael Bay produced, the one that was flashier. Well, he also shot that. They brought this, the original cinematographer back and he did it completely differently. But I didn't get him on the show to talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I got him on the show because this guy shot every, every one of my favorite music videos from the 90s. Most specifically... And we talk a lot about it. The Guns N' Roses Estranged videos. Okay? Use Your Illusion videos, rather. So he did Estranged. He did uh, Don't Cry. He did November Rain. Awesome fucking episode. Huge guy for the show. Episode 125. I think you guys will like it. Fast forward a lot of other great stuff. Episode 128, I actually released the news that uh, 12 Cam Feature is being produced by Scott Free. And I have Scott Free producer and my bud Mike Press on that episode. Uh, 129, we talk with Ron Garney, who I still love. The dude and I, I wish we were in the same town because we'd be getting beers all the time. But he's drawing the Keanu Reeves comic book right now. Have you guys heard about this? It's pretty cool. It's being produced as a series on Netflix. So this will become a big deal, but Ron is drawing Keanu's book, Berserker. So we talk on the show about that. Is this, guy, is this useful for you guys? I hope so. I'm going to walk you through these because there's a lot of folks that are just like, I don't know which episodes to listen to, and I get it. I go and I listen to brand new podcasts, and I'm like, fuck me. Where do I start? How do I get to it? Um, I, I try to catch up. I have to subscribe, by the way, to Mark Maron's podcast, WTF, um, because his older episodes are now subscription-based, and I've now caught up with everything. Um, and I had his producer on the show, but we'll get that out in a minute. Um, Justin Carey, who shots all things, who shoots Michael, who shoots all things barbecue, episode 131, great episode. The Mondo Boys, if you guys are Mondo fans, Mondo record fans, I actually have Mo Shafiq. And Spencer Hickman, the dudes behind the catalog of vinyls. 
They're both on the show. Um, Richie Beckett. I don't know why this episode numbers are... They should be higher than this. Episode 134. Richie Beckett is one of the coolest, one of the most intricate artists of our time. This guy has drawn uh, album art for Mastodon. This guy has drawn tour posters for Metallica. His work is phenomenal. And I was incredibly lucky to have him on the show. And you should go listen to the episode, episode 134. Uh, Calm Trues, 135. Once again, we're talking about Synthwave. Calm Trues is a massive, massive act in Synthwave. Huge. Uh, 136, uh, Fabian Wagner. He shot Justice League. Um, he uh, is a phenomenal cinematographer. Phenomenal. He also shot Game of Thrones, Overlord, one of my favorite fucking movies. I have to watch that movie again. Uh, all right. I don't want to go through every episode. Let's fast forward a bit. 139, one of the big hits. I think this episode is like top three for listeners. And I'm so happy to have her on the show, Judith Weston. Lance also joins me on this episode, episode 139. We talk through her book, Directing Actors, which changed the way I think about my job. It's changed the way that I do my work and my prep work, episode 139. Definitely check it out. 140 is with Prano. She's killing it right now. Director Prano Bailey Bond, who did Censor. Great episode to listen to. Jesus, I'm trying to skip ahead here, and I'm having trouble because these episodes are so good. 141 with my buddy Ryan Spindell. We're, we're br- brothers from another mother at this point. The two of us get along great. We talk about his movies. We talk about crafting horror. Uh, and like I mentioned before, 142 What the Fuck podcast uh, with the producer of that show, Brendan McDonald. Uh, he comes on. He talks about what it's like producing that show, what it's like working with Mark, what it was like fucking producing and arranging for Obama to come to Mark's house in the suburbs here on the east side of LA. It's a pretty great episode. Really great episode. Fast forward a bit. Let's go. Oh, 145. Uh, Ryan Conley comes back on the show. The two of us love each other. Uh, It's a great episode. You guys love that episode. It's really fucking funny. I talk with uh, Rebecca King, a.k.a. The Bad Jew on 146, about her pork strami. Uh, she is a really up-and-coming, powerful uh, chef here in Los Angeles. And uh, she is doing great things with barbecue, great things with smoking, great things with like Jewish deli food. So very excited to have her on the show. Crew Dog showed back up with Eduardo. Uh, and they talk about the last thing Mary saw. This movie is coming soon. I think in January, you'll catch this movie on Shudder. So remember, I got them on first. <laughs> uh, storyboarding for Spielberg, Ramey and Wu with Doug Le- uh, Leffler. Uh, Doug kills it on this episode. He really blows my mind and talks about all the different movies he worked on insane like he worked on fucking hocus pocus and then worked on hard target with jean-claude van damme at the same time (laughs) it's a good episode 148 all the damn vampires is doing really well uh let's see fast forward oh uh my buddy chris candy 
Episode 153. You guys fucking love this episode. This episode has shot up to top three. I think it's like number two. or Yeah, it's in there. Um, episode 153, acting, focus on the other stuff with Chris Candy. Yes, Chris is the son of John Candy, but we get into more of that. We talk about his life. We talk about uh, coming up, being in bands, um, how he tackles auditions, how he goes through this process. And yes, we talk about his dad, but more importantly, we talk about his relationship um, with the filmmakers that his dad worked with, including John Hughes. So there's a lot of really great John Hughes stories on that episode. Fast forward a bit further. Um, these episodes, the later episodes, you guys have been loving these. Episode 156, Werewolf, The Werewolf Within with Josh Rubin. Uh, he directed that show, The Werewolf Within, our movie rather. Jesus, Michael. Get your shit together. Uh, I love this episode. Josh and I got along really well. It's a great movie. It's one of my favorite new horror films, horror comedies. Definitely listen to that episode 156. 157, directing action to tell the story in Kate with Cedric Nicholas Troyan. This episode has murdered. You guys love it. 157. And then it continues to give you guys uh, a little bit of prep of what's coming out. Next week, you can, uh, I'm showing up. I'm going to have a conversation with you guys. I'm going to talk about uh, the, um, I should just say it. Next week, we're going to run a contest so that you can win a director's track suit. <laughs> yes, I found the company that makes the track suits that I wore that you guys love, that everybody's been giving me shit for, that everybody thinks should be the new director's track suit. The track suits that all the other directors that have been on this show have been asking where they can buy one. It has suddenly become the uniform for directors. And I love it. And you can win one of your own. Stand by for next week. Um, and then we also have on the queue uh, a filmmaker's guide to Hitchcock's, Hitchcock's techniques with Jeffrey Michael Bays. So we're going to get deep into visual storytelling. So those are on the horizon. I just wanted to come on and sort of talk through all this stuff. And I get it. Those of you who already listen to the show, like, we've seen all these, we've already heard all these episodes. Well, this isn't about you. I love you guys, but get out of the way. There's a bunch of new folks that need some help. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to come on here and help you guys out. And I wanted to uh, just catch up with you. So thank you, everybody. As I said before, follow me on Instagram at Mike Petchy. Head on over there and send me a message. Let me know which episode post 100 is by far your favorite i'm curious about this which of the episodes is the one that you like the most second question follow-up question what subject material do you like the most on the show do you like it when i curve heavily into filmmaking do you like it when i break away do you like it when i have guests on do you like it when i talk to you give me some feedback let me know what's going on as we push into the into the 200s um, we're going to try to shape the show a little bit, see what happens. All right. Thank you everybody for listening. And uh, I'm going to leave you out with that power glove track again. Like I said, this is power glove wolf. Love this song and, uh, come back on Tuesday and I will tell you how you can win a track suit. <laughs>